Life Audio. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. You're listening to Cluck, the podcast where Ted Cluck and Josh Loftus talk about the things that make them happy. Because we can. Let's do it. Ted, what's going on, my man? Not much, baby. Look at uh, look at my image. You can actually see me today. I can see you today. I was yeah. going to say something. Uh, yeah. I've never I've never seen you so clearly. Lighting in my studio was really good this morning, and I think it's yeah. because it's super overcast outside. So that's oh, the, is that what it is? Okay. That's the key to unlocking a, a good shot of me on on Skype. See here, I thought you actually like put in the work. No, you reorganized. <laughs> I mean, maybe you got a little desk lamp. No, you know, I was like, Josh has got to see me better. No, God just made it dark outside. <laughs> yeah, that's it, man. That's it. <laughs> that's okay. That's all right. It's still good to see your face. Thanks, man. And I gotta say, Likewise. the 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 backwards Patriots hat with the Elliot Gould glasses is is an interesting combo. It's bold. Yeah, I'm it's dressed bold. for workout. So, um, you know, going to workout after this. So I got the got the the Goulds on and the the Pats. Yeah cat backwards so we're we're mixing a lot of uh persona things in in that shot is the gold chain on i can't see dude no no gold chain no gold Um, chain today yeah no not today but uh i'm I'm getting it ready it's it's in waiting for vegas i was gonna say that 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 has to be you gotta have here's what i want yeah all right and this is just for me Mm -hmm. just this purely selfish (laughs) yeah i want i want kk to get a picture of you in the hot tub with the Goulds on and the gold chain. That's well, all you, I need. You know that's going to happen. Absolutely. I mean, that's, that's done already, baby. So <laughs> Now, do you work out with the Goulds on? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, they're they're my my daily glasses. So where Dude. I go, they go. And, uh, you know, the, the great thing, Josh, about being middle-aged, and I think I've mentioned this before, Yeah, like my level of caring what people think of me has gone way down. Mm-hmm. and And that's concurrent with like, realizing that people really don't think of me at all, you know? Right. So like right. whatever I'm wearing in the gym is really irrelevant to most people provided yeah. I'm, you know, friendly and not a douche. So, um, so well, yeah. I mean, I mean, it's, it, it, it's going to be, they're going to eat their words, right? When they, when they're looking sideways at the guy with the ghoul glasses and then he's benching, you know, 45 times four on the bar. Yeah. I right? mean, so. that's part of it too. Like, you know. Um, these kids, man, where I work out, it, I work out at my university and like, they yeah. know what I can do. So, oh yeah, um, that's right. Yeah. That's yeah. Right. There's, there's yeah. some respect there. Absolutely. There is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ted. Well, um, Hey, I want to remind our listeners before we get going. Uh, one listeners really liked that last step, man. Apparently yeah. you and I should be marriage counselors. Hey, I like it, man. Yeah. I'm, you know? I'm happy to talk about marriage. It's, it's one of those topics that like, I think because we love our wives, we never get tired of talking about it. You know what I mean? So it's That's it's kind true. of fun to talk about. 
It's true. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, so yeah, listeners, uh, they came through strong on the ads again. Uh, we had some higher corporate ones. I'm really enjoying, like anytime one of these apps drops, yeah. I get a slew of listeners telling me what their ads were. And yeah. dude, some of this, it's crazy. It's yeah. fun. And, it is and fun. It's actually, it's actually enjoy. It's making a, it's making a very non-enjoyable seg- uh, part of the podcast somewhat enjoyable. Dude, by way of a quick flex though, like it's also fun to realize that all these like, Huge multinational corporations see value in the in the Cluck podcast, right? They do as yeah. a way to reach you know potential customers. Hey, you know, I mean, I'm happy. I am too. I'm happy about it. I'm I glad about it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, Ted. Well, I've got a little piece of trivia here for you, man. This one kind of pertains to you more than me. All mm-hmm. right, and in my in my in my attempt to get the Cluck podcast to move to Norway, this is just this is <laughs> yeah. just yet another. That's the long game. That's our long. It's the long game know? because I yeah. want to be able to have my birthday party at your house, but I want your house in Norway. <laughs> is what I want. Overlooking right? like a fjord. Hey, uh, please, yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe an ancient Viking burial ground. I don't know. All right. I'll probably probably throw myself off a cliff because it's it's dark 22 hours a day in the winter if you, know? you suffer from seasonal depression then yeah norway's probably not the good place news for bad you. news good yeah. news is we've moved the show to norway we achieved bad the goal is, ted's dead the over under on this podcast is uh six to eight months exactly <laughs> ted won't make it through the first winter he's not gonna make <laughs> He's going to have to kill his first baby seal. That oh, didn't man. go well. Yeah, Jeez. poor Ted. That really did an emotional number on him. Yeah. Uh, all right, Ted. If you publish a book in Norway, mm-hmm. the government will buy 1,000 copies, mm-hmm. 1,500 if it's a children's book, and distribute <laughs> them to the top libraries throughout the country. No kidding. Any did book. Do you know that? Any, any, dude, apparently. So if I move to Norway and I publish a book on like, you the know, pro party. football in the '90s, or offensive or, line or play, that, or whatever. Or that. And uh, the, and the, they'll buy a thousand copies. They'll buy a thousand copies and distribute them to the top libraries in the country. Do they have a thousand libraries in Norway? I mean, it's a smallish country, well, isn't it? I mean, it's not. I, I'm I'm assuming in this trivia that it's not one book per library. Okay. Like I'm assuming they're Multiple copies for the like big the, libraries. Yeah, they've yeah. committed. Okay, we're gonna buy a thousand copies. That's just what we do. Interesting. And then they'll have probably 500 libraries or something like that, and each one gets two. Yeah, I'm assuming so. Fascinating. Yeah, isn't that fascinating, man? Yeah, um, dude. If you could, if, okay. Quick question before we go to a break. Yeah. Just aesthetic wise, right? Yeah, yeah. And I'm thinking. I'm thinking like. What's that movie where Johnny Depp is the writer and he's got the long blonde hair and like he's like dealing with like the multiple personality thing? Uh, yeah, I think it's um, Broken Window or something like that. Yeah, something window. There's window yeah, in yeah, it. Yeah. Okay. But his look was real cool. I remember. Oh, that. yeah. No, 100 yeah. percent. Quick question before we go to break. Yeah. If you could write a book in any place, Ooh. just the aesthetic, Ooh. where yeah. would it be? Man, I would say like a little cottage. Okay. In a, like on a cliff looking over a body of water, you know? Oh, dude, look at you. Dude, I'm a big... You're going full like, like, like Hemingway. I'm going full Hemingway. I'm a big body of water guy. Like, yeah, I I like... I am a big body of water. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Dude, I enjoy just sitting and watching the water. Oh, yeah. um, I I would really love to find myself in that kind of situation. For sure. 100%, dude. All right. All right. I could get down with that. Yeah, that's sure. that, that's actually good stuff. All right, Ted. Uh, before we get to a break here, what are these ads going to be, my man? Ooh, that's a that, it snuck up on me. I'm going to go um, like you know regional tire place. Like, okay, um, there you go. You know, budget tire or something yep. of the like. 
All right, I'm going Chinese restaurant, regional Chinese restaurant. <laughs> there you go. I want that to be an ad. I really, yeah. really want that to be an ad. All right, well, Ted, we're going to uh, take a quick break to hear an ad from our sponsor. And listeners, we'll be right back. Stay tuned. I wanted a career that made an impact. So nursing was a no-brainer. And choosing Bryant and Stratton College was a no-brainer too. I started core nursing classes my first semester with no prereqs required. And their courses fit my schedule. Plus, the students of the ADN program had a 100% NCLEX pass rate in the first quarter of 2022. The nursing programs at Bryant and Stratton College have full approval by the Virginia Board of Nursing. Classes are enrolling now. Visit bryantstratton.edu. Certified by Chef to operate in Virginia. Mom, Dad, you should shop Amazon for back to school and save some money. See, I'm currently obsessed with superheroes and need all the superhero stuff. Superhero lunchbox, superhero backpack. But next year, it'll be something else. Maybe dinosaurs? I don't know. I'm not a fortune teller. But I can tell you not to spend a fortune and shop low prices for school on Amazon. Okay, good chat. Amazon, spend less, smile more. And we're back to Cluck, the best podcast on the airwaves. The best podcast with life audio, dare I say. Oh, dude, that, that's a little oh. controversial take, but I, I, oh, I don't, I'll say this. I don't disagree. Yeah. Look at you. I don't disagree. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Hands up in the air like we just don't care. I appreciate <laughs> that. All right, Ted, we actually have a listener requested topic today, and I uh-huh. really, really like this one. This is, a, this is This is a solid one. And I was actually thinking about this last night, trying because I have a few, mm-hmm. trying to think about which uh, which ones I want to talk about. But this this question uh, comes from a listener named Ron Wallace. Ron, solid name. Yeah. Uh, any r- relation to William? Probably I not. I don't know. Yeah. Probably. I'm not. such a not Braveheart guy. It took a minute oh, for I that reference to, to register. That. Yeah, you're I not hate a Braveheart movie. guy. No. Yeah. Whoa, you even yeah, okay? You're going so far as to hate. Yeah, it. I, re- I really dislike the movie and and. To be like a young Christian bro in the early 2000s who didn't like Braveheart, that put me on the outside of a lot of things. Okay. Um, well, I mean, yeah. before we hop into a topic, sure. I got to know why. What I is it about it was Braveheart? A, I, yeah, no, it's a, it's a fair question. Uh, there are multiple things. I thought it was an hour too long. Um, okay. So get on with it already. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you know, William Wallace. Uh, Just free Scotland already. Well, and it, it was it was when he wasn't editing his movies at all. You know what I mean? It, it's sure. it, kind of like I'm a star actor. I've become a director, and my flex is to like never cut a scene that I'm in. And it was just an hour too long, so that's one. Two, I never bought Mel Gibson as like an action hero, and you know really? this little like you know five foot six inch guy like you know trundling down the side of a mountain with a sword and cutting like 56 guys in half like i never bought that from him um i was never a huge mel gibson guy i'm gonna be honest like his his particular brand of charisma never did it for me and um i don't know it just it it struck me as funny the way that christians were like um i'm totally fine with a three and a half hour movie where you know, 1,500 people lose their lives in grisly, you know, disgusting ways. Yeah. But if you show, like, an eighth of a second of nudity, I'm out. 
you know, like sure. Um, but sure. they were they were all in. The Christian bro community was all in on Braveheart, and it just got to be a little bit much for me. Okay, yeah. all right, all right. So okay, yeah, yeah. Dude, real so quick, tell both- me what you love about the movie if you do in fact love it. Yeah, I mean, so I'm kind of on the opposite end of the spectrum for you on uh, with 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 Gibson. Um, okay. I'm not, I'm not so much into him as an action hero, mm-hmm. but like, okay, so The Patriot is probably my favorite movie. I do enjoy The Patriot. I do. It's a fantastic movie. I think Heath Ledger is great in it. I oh, think he's Mel great. Gibson. Mel Gibson's great in it. There's some awesome like dad and son dynamics in there that just rip me apart. Um, Dude, I got a so, Heath Ledger story for you for when we get off the air. Oh, okay, yeah. all right, sounds good. Yeah. Sounds good. Um, yeah, I, I, I enjoy the, the Braveheart's not my favorite of his movies, mm-hmm. but I, th- I think it was fine. I think it was solid. I yeah. think it's a, like I. The main thing for me is the soundtrack. Yeah, I, I never, I'm a big soundtrack guy. I never got it as a rewatcher either. I'm never in okay. the mood like. All right. Hey, want to watch three and a half hours that culminates in somebody getting disemboweled? You know, like, yeah, yeah, that's that's fun. Let's do it. Hey, I get it. To each their own. That's okay. (laughs) That's okay. That's all right. But Ron Wallace has a thoughtful topic that he wants us to address. He does. Ron Wallace has a topic he wants us to address. And I think you're going to like this one. All right. He wants to know, Mm -hmm. no matter how insignificant, what are some of your most memorable moments as in, in athletics? Oh, either as a or, or either as a player. Well, I'm adding as a player or a coach, but he just yeah. said as a player. Okay, memorable moments in athletics as a player. Um, yeah, I like dude. this topic because uh, yeah, I like it too. This is going to be this fun. Is, this is emotional. It is emotional, and mine are weird. They're they're kind of like not so huge, but memorable. Um, mm-hmm. I remember one my junior year where. You know, I I was a starter both ways on the varsity, and we had a really good senior class. Hashtag no flex. Uh, yeah, a little flex by me, but uh, <laughs> we had a really good senior class. And, you know, the seniors were cool, and there was a senior who had, like, a beard and chest hair. Yeah, It was a little bit of, like, a, a small-town legend dirtbag. Sure, And sure. we played this game. 19-year-old senior. Yeah, we, we yeah. played this, like, brutal game on the road where... I took a helmet in the ribs and I, I like ruptured a kidney. Um, oh, geez. So I'm peeing blood. I've never been in such pain in my life. And um, so my parents take me to the ER and I'm in the ER and, and this guy, this other guy's in the ER too because he had split his chin open and oh. um, he was getting stitches and it was around Halloween and um, we're sitting there on our, our various like ER tables Yeah, and he's, and he's like, hey, he's like, after we get out of here, do you want to go TP some houses with us? And uh, I was like, no, but the fact that you would ask is very sweet. Like that I made appreciate me, it. that kind of made me like a made man. You know what I, I mean? I think I'm going to go home and uh, yeah. drink some cranberry juice or whatever you do for a ruptured kidney. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. 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 I'm going to go home and like lay still and try not to move. But, uh, but thank you for asking. It was very sweet. Um, TP some houses. <laughs> Uh, and this is this is an away game, isn't it? Yeah, it's an away game, but we were in a, we were in our ER. Oh, so, oh, okay. I was yeah, like, it was only a, like a it was like a twenty minute bus like ride. When when in Rome? Yeah, yeah when in when in when in Mississippi? No, it was yeah. this it was this town called Gas City, and uh, Gas City, yeah, legend and the, man. And the team we the team we played was Mississippi, the Mississippi Indians, which you probably can't uh, even say anymore. 
but yeah. um but yeah they were super dirty and uh actually that year was memorable we played this other team peru on the road in their in their place peru was a big like air force town there was an air force base there and um we weren't supposed to beat peru but we went in and we um you know we lit them up on their home field and then isn't that the best feeling? Yeah, apparently the memories are fuzzy, but apparently we uh, we sang our school song like on their logo in the middle of our field. Oh, you guys! And, and afterward, in the locker room, dude, we're getting undressed, and their coach comes barging in and tries to like fight our coach. And really, yeah, it turned into this huge like locker room brawl where there's all kinds of shouting and pushing and shoving. That was super fun. Um, awesome. my one memory of that game it was right after the movie The Program came out you ever see The Program 1990s college football movie kind of bad but good Okay, uh, I okay. own it I watch it every year um, yeah. there was a character in The Program who painted his face like a skeleton and okay. I remember the guy that I had to go up against all night had painted his face in a similar way um, which I now, thought what was... are you thinking as you're lined up on the other side of him? Like, well, I can't imagine you're thinking, "Oh, this guy's so cool." I had because mixed that's feelings. what he thought. <laughs> yeah, like it was. It was. I thought it was really dumb, but also like 15 percent of me thought it was kind of cool. You know, so like if I ran into that guy today, I would open the conversation with, "Hey, remember when you painted your face in 1993? I, I thought that was like dumb cool. Um, I thought that was dumb cool." Dude, honestly, a lot of the memories in athletics for me as a player, um, they involved my dad. I've got a real weird, like, Mm. niche one for you. So this was like, it was either my 10th or 15-year high school reunion. And I was in town for it in Hartford City. And some guys in Hartford City had started a semi-pro football team. And this was years and years ago, back when I was like on Facebook and stuff. And Mm. I found out about it and I hit him up and I was like, hey, I'm going to be in town for the reunion. I want to practice with you guys, you know? So I put my gear in the car and and drove to Hartford City. And the day of my reunion, they practiced on like the peewee football field in our town. So it was a real like weird (laughs) confluence of memories. There's all these semi-pro football players looking around. Well, dude, and and the funny thing was, (laughs) dude, so I show up, I pull up. Yeah. And I'm just excited to like bang around with whoever, you know. Sure, sure. And like most of these guys are complete slobs who don't know how to play, except uh. they had one guy who had played at Ohio State and he was a stud, dude. He He's was the a ringer. He was a unit. And he was I was at the time I was like six two, probably two thirty, two thirty five. And this guy was like six four, two forty, just put together. Yeah. And we were running this drill, like this inside run drill, where he was playing fullback and I was playing inside linebacker. And Tristan was, he was with us, but he would have been young. So Tristan was like three or four years old. Okay. And so, so not on the field. No, but he and my dad were like at an adjacent park. So they were like on a swing set where they could like overlook the field and kind of hear yeah. what was going on. And we run this inside drill. And I come downhill on this guy, dude, and I just light him up. And he lights me up. Yeah, and yeah. so we were like two rams in the wild, and we yeah. just destroyed each other. In mutual my, lighting. My yeah. dad was like, I could hear it. It was like a shotgun went off. And my yeah. dad like knew the guy from around town. And my dad oh, okay. was impressed. And again, my dad didn't like share uh, 
compliments super freely, but sure. I could tell he was really impressed that I that I squared up on that guy and like yeah. took him down. And yeah. uh, so weirdly, isn't that, that's isn't that the best, dude. Isn't your dad being proud of you the best feeling in the world? I know, and I become such a little child like, whenever it happens. Like, yes, I mean, I was like 28 years old at the time, or 30, or whatever. And I'm like, Dad, did you see it? Are you proud? You know, yeah. like, Dad, Dad, look did you what hear I'm, it? Dad, look what I'm doing. Tell did me, you you know, like, <laughs> dude. And it's funny. I took you him down, that. Dad. Like, my first football memory of any kind, really, as a player, took place on that same field. And it was a oh, similar really? thing where, like, you know, you have that moment in football where you man up and you decide to, like, body people. Yeah. Because um, there are yeah. certain guys in football that just try to, like, kind of hide and stay out of the way. But, like, yeah. when you decide that you're going to be the kind of person that, like, squares up on people. Exactly. It happened in a peewee game. And I remember my dad and his friend Al Smith. Shout out Al Smith from Hartford Al City. Al Smith. Um they just went nuts when I like bodied some guy in a peewee game and I'll never forget it. And, and I think I'll never forget it because it was my first like hit to the bloodstream of like adult male approval. Sure. And sure. Kind of the rest of my life in football was, was spent trying to recapture that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I've got more yeah. dude. Do you want me to keep going or do you want to do some? I mean, I, I I've got a few. Yeah, yeah go man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got I've got one. I've got one football. And I got um, one uh, uh, wrestling. Mm-hmm. Um, I I remember being a freshman in high school, mm-hmm. uh, and I was I was horrible. Yeah, right? didn't win a match all year as as it is with most freshmen, right? Sure. Unless yeah. unless you're just one of those guys, right? Yeah. Um. <laughs> so I'm just getting my my hat handed to me yeah. all year long. Right. And uh, it gets down to uh, the point where we're in uh, the uh, districts tournament to get into regionals. Right. So districts, regional state. Yeah. Right. And I've just all day. It's been horrible. Right. Yeah. And um, something happened with the bracket to where there weren't enough people in my weight class Mm -hmm. uh, to fill the entire uh, bracket. Mm -hmm. So someone most people were going to go to regionals by default yeah. but there but but how it worked out was that there was one there was one spot yeah that that was was open <clears throat> mm-hmm. if you win you go if you lose you're like the one guy that doesn't go to regionals in your, in your weight class right yeah so i get down to my final match right yeah. and it's me and this kid i don't remember i don't remember his name um and I'm just like I'm like I remember in my head thinking like Lord, can you just give me this one? Like <laughs> I just want one. Yeah, dude. you know what I'm saying. Yeah. And you go th- like you go through the whole ritual, right? You walk out there, shake the coach's hand, and mm-hmm. my coach knows the year that I've had, and he's like, yeah. "All right, man, go get him." You know, he was always yeah, encouraging, yeah. right? And he's like, "You got this, man." Dude, right? he was and he, he was, was pumping you up a little bit, but he knew it was coming, probably. You know, I I don't yeah I yeah exactly yeah. exactly so. I'm like, all right, here we go. So I go out there, I square up against the kid. Mm-hmm. Ref blows the whistle, right? We're moving around, locking up a little bit, you know, throwing him off. This kid, this kid goes for a shot. Yeah. I sprawl back. Yeah. And it's not a full sprawl. I can't get him all the way down because I wasn't I wasn't that big back then, right? Yeah. So we come back up and I'm like it's it's now or never. It's go yeah. time. Let's yeah. see what happens, right? I th- 
get him in what what they call a, a, a head and arm. Yeah. And I bucked my hips up, and yeah. his leg his legs go boom, dude, off the ground. It was in slow motion in my head. That's like a '90s wrestling movie. Oh, dude, it, yeah, it was. It was. Dude, and, and your girls in the stands, and she goes nuts. She's wearing like your Letterman's jacket. Exactly. You know? If I had lettered that year, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> she's wearing your windbreaker. That she's, you yes, let her there, that's better. Because she yeah, was cold. You know, she's that. wearing my windbreaker that I put patches on myself. <laughs> yeah, <right>? Exactly. <laughs> Dude, I I buck this kid over, mm-hmm. and his shoulders hit the mat first. Yeah, right. And my team, like I'm looking up because I'm because I'm on top and I can see the stands. My team is going nuts. Whoa, absolutely berserk. They yeah. every single one of my teammates is on their feet. Stick him, Lofty. Stick him. Stick him. Dude, what an incredible feeling. Oh, dude, and I'm just sitting here like squeezing like all my 145 pounds. <laughs> squeezing. Dude, you were just a little guy. Oh, I was tiny. Yeah. I was yeah. tiny back then. And I sit and I'm like, like I'm looking at the clock. I'm like, I gotta stick this guy before yeah. before round one ends because I don't know if I can do this again. Exactly. <laughs> you know. And I see the ref's hand come up, hits the mat, and oh, it, it popped. And dude. I got up, and it was just yes. And I ran over to my coach. I jumped on him, gave him a oh, big hug, and he goes, "Lofty, my man, dude." It was one of the best feelings I've ever had in my life. Dude, who plays you in the '90s movie of that? Like, if if it gets oh. made. Man, see it. See, it's got to be someone. It's got to be someone like kind of tiny because yeah. I was kind of tiny back then. Um, gosh, dude, I feel like a Joseph Gordon-Levitt or something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. With, you I know, like it. yeah. You know, something, something along those lines. Because that's super fun. Someone that would look realistic with like like a bunch of acne on their forehead. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, dude. So uh, I've got one for football too. Okay. Um, I remember it was my sophomore year, I think, and I was on the junior varsity. So I wasn't the the peak physical specimen that, that you were in high school, Ted. Yeah, that's okay. Right. I actually had to I actually had to earn my muscle. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mine was all anabolic steroids, Andrew oh, fifty know, cycles. Nothing but yeah, nothing but We're joking. I was I was <laughs> all natural in high school. All yeah. natural. Yeah. <laughs> um Oh man, I remember uh one one particular game. It was uh near the end of the season and i finally i finally made it to starting linebacker which yeah. is what i wanted dude right, right on. um so, I, so I'm, I, did you wear a neck roll i didn't no we had one kid yeah. his name was salazar oh dude that, salazar that wore a unit. neck roll dude yeah <laughs> he was he was he was pretty I bet good he was too. a unit yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, and we cool. had him and then the uh, guy that was above my class his name was andrew grillo Grillo, Grillo, yeah. and he wore the neck roll, and he wore the heck out of it. it I was, bet he did. He dude. was scary. Shout yeah. out Grillo if he's listening. Yeah, Grillo, Andrew Grillo, big man, neck that roll guy. guy. Send us your neck roll pictures, him. listeners. Yeah, um, yeah, that's right. We want to see the neck roll, whether absolutely. it's football or not. Maybe yeah. you've just got a natural one, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, I remember I was lined up in uh, outside linebacker, mm-hmm. and it was just one of those games where I was on. Yeah, I was every blitz. I'm sacking somebody every. Yeah. I think I was number seventy five at the time. Um, I'm I'm reading Unit. routes right. I'm knocking stud. down passes. Yeah, and and the best part of the night finally is I I line up, I blitz through the line, I get a sack, I get up, I look over and I hear the head coach of the other team. Uh huh. Right shouting at his players can no one block 75 <laughs> oh yeah dude that's a and big I, moment I, 
and I like said to myself, no, no, they can't. And you're like, dad, did you hear it? <laughs> yeah, dad, dad, did you hear what the coach said, dad? Oh, I love it, dude. Uh, that's awesome. Oh, dude. Uh, I got a, uh, what's another one for you? Yeah, I got a couple of coaching ones. So There you go. I've got one coaching one also. So yeah, go for it. During the COVID year, we didn't get to have a season at Lane College. So I coached at Humboldt High School. Humboldt um, High School. Yeah, which is here in town. And it's it's predominantly black, like a predominantly black school. Yeah. And um and the and the school had been like just snake bit in football. They hadn't had a winning season in like 15 years or something oh, depressing man. like that. And they were like, Oh, for the, the previous couple of years. But yeah, we had this group of guys that the second half of the season was kind of magical. And we started, we started stacking all these wins, but everybody would take us lightly. And the last game of the season, we rolled into this little cow town. Um, and they were, they were taking us lightly, even though we were winning. And as we were sure. getting off the bus, I'll never forget this. Um, they had like a little field house and we had a little field house that was separate and it was at their place. And when we got off the bus, like their guys were leaning against their field house, like laughing at us, like yep. laughing at our kids when we got off the, off the oh, bus. Oh dude, that's just fuel. Yeah. And I was like, oh, oh we, we got a little something for you. You know, you wait. laughing. Yeah. Cause I, I knew my guys, man, my offensive line, I had like a disgraced fullback who kind of had a situation with the coaches and I was like I'll take him yeah. uh he was yeah. a stud his name was Zacchaeus Coleman and Zacchaeus, um, Zacchaeus Coleman was a don't unit, sleep dude. on Zacchaeus he would rip your face <laughs> off so I oh, love it dude I got my O-line unit together and um and I said look these kids don't have a lot of experience with guys like you and I said like let them hear you tonight like talk talk a little junk Right. Like getting <laughs> getting their grill talk a little junk. And right. dude, that sent my guys like through the ceiling. They were fired up. Yeah. And dude, we put it on them that night. We ran them. And uh That's awesome. And we, we got out of town with so. a win. And uh it felt so good to like stick it in the craw of some cocky sons of bleeps. Yeah. You Absolutely. Know? Uh, Absolutely. That, that was oh, fun. Yeah. Um Dang, I had another coaching. Dude, one. isn't isn't coaching such a unique experience, especially it is. especially yeah. if you if you grew up as a player, right? Mm -hmm. So I grew up playing football. I grew up uh, wrestling, yeah. And I had the opportunity for a few years to coach wrestling. Okay, it is a complete. And I, I mean, one, I absolutely loved it. Yeah, but it is a completely different experience. Yeah, it is as 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 a coach versus a player. Yeah, that's right. right. And it's and I don't know, like if you had to. This might be an obvious one for you, and I actually don't know the answer for me personally. Yeah. If you had to pick one, mm. coaching or playing? Man, that's easy because, for me. It's playing. Oh, is it? Playing. I love okay. playing, dude. I can't I can't stop doing it. I mean, yeah. it's it's just so enthralling and scary and fun and mm. like as much as I love coaching and I do, and coaching actually delivers better opportunities for discipleship and real relationships and stuff like that. But man, yeah. I just, I can't get enough of the feeling of playing. Yeah. Um, which yeah. is a real like, and this could be a whole nother episode probably, but as I get older, I'm really struggling with that. Like I'm struggling mm, with sure. the loss of being a player, which is something that like normal, healthy people go through at like 25, but sure, I'm going sure. through it at 46. But uh, I don't know. I've just never been able to give up the sensation. Yeah. And um, I don't know. I may need some counseling from you on it. <laughs> well, you know, we'll just, you know, I'm wondering what 
I'm wondering what that's going to transfer into. Yeah, I am you know? too. And I'm you scared. Know? Like, I don't think anything can replicate it. And maybe it's just one of those things where I, I thank the Lord for all the years that I've been able to do it. And yeah. I, I, I learned to live without it graciously, sure. you know, sure. and I think that's probably the move, Yeah, but I don't know, yeah. man, it feels hard. Yeah. No, no, I, I, I totally get that, man. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I think, I, th- I think that's a really real thing. Like, I think it's hard when when something has been part of your life for so long, mm-hmm. right? And then you're seeing it, you're seeing it in its twilight, right? Yeah. And you think, huh? I like what's what's that line from that uh, that I that, that movie is like? I don't know what I'm going to do tomorrow, right? Yeah, and I exactly. think it's Robin Robin Williams, and he's like, yeah. that's exciting. Yeah, you know, yeah. Um, because it's going to. I believe that that love of the game mm-hmm. is put there by the Lord. Yeah, I right? think it and, is. And I think he's I think he's going to be faithful to replace it with something that it might not be the same, yeah. but that energy and that drive and that spark that you get from it, I think is going to be transferred into something else. And you don't know what that is yet because you're not to that point yet. Yeah, no, that's, you know? that's for sure true. And um, yeah, I, I think what's weird about it is that I had a wrong relationship with football for so many years. I had an idolatrous mm. relationship with it. And then like joyfully the last, I don't know, decade and a half I've had a, a, good right relationship with it i think where yeah. i'm enjoying it i'm thankful for it it's in its proper place i'm not mm-hmm. looking for it to be an ultimate thing and i've i've really enjoyed that but but yeah it's just not super tenable with you know my age and where my body is although i feel great today man and if there's any listeners out there who who own semi pro teams and want to bring me in for a game i'm i'm down man i'm down to clown there. wherever there. you're at i'll i'll be there Let's um, make it happen. <laughs> I do love it. So um, if you need it, anywhere on the offensive line, anywhere on the D-line, linebacker, I'm I'm down. There we go. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, yeah. I was bummed. Uh, well, it didn't end up actually happening. But, uh, yeah, one of these days I'm going to see you in a uh, see you in a semi-pro. I'll be the guy up there with a the letterman's jacket. Only it'll be myself. It won't be yours. <laughs> I can <laughs> bring I'm my like, old letterman's jacket. You know, for yeah, you can wear. I wear it? Yeah. yeah. It, you know, it'll be, a, it'll be a cluck windbreaker is yeah. what it'll be. Yeah. Man, one, one last speaking You'll of that. You'll hear me coming. One last yeah. very quick sports memory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the first semi-pro team I ever played for was in Muncie, Indiana. It was called the Delaware County Thunder. Thunder. Our quarterback's name was Earl. Earl. And Earl at the time was nearing 40. And Earl's claim to fame was that he had walked on at Tennessee as a quarterback. And Earl was a stud. And Earl always threw fastballs. Like, I played tight end at the time. So you could be running like a... You know, a seam route 35 yards down the field. It was a and he's heater. Putting, he's putting it on a line. He's putting it on a line. Or you yep. could be running like a little arrow, you know, out out into the flat, and he was throwing 108 miles an hour, and it was ripping your gloves yep. off and breaking your fingers. But yep. Earl was awesome, dude. He was, a, he was a great guy. But he had a girlfriend named Cricket. And Cricket would always wear his jersey in the stands. Ah, Cricket. Which I thought was super cool, dude. Even yeah, though they were yeah. like adults and like yeah. Cricket's there, she's in the stands, she's wearing his jersey. I thought it was a cool, a cool uh, dude. Dude, I got to say, there's nothing, uh, <clears throat> I was going to say, there's nothing hotter. Yeah. Like, I mean, no, no, it's true. Yeah, but I like, mean, yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, you know, it, yeah. like you're when, when your wife wears your old Ledmus jacket from high school. Yeah. Dude, that's solid. I love that. Dude, my <laughs> wife's not into so. all those shenanigans, and I kind of wish she was. But it's okay. Uh, it's okay. It's, yeah, it's, it's all right. Okay. Yeah. I've got one one super quick uh, coaching story. Yeah. Um. There nothing nothing beat the experience of coaching my brother in wrestling. 
Oh wow! So I had That's two. Fun. I had two brothers under me that wrestled. Mm-hmm. Uh, both of them did better than I did. I was yeah. very proud of them. Right. Yeah. Um. And I one on one hand, I get stressed out watching my brothers wrestle much more yeah. than I ever did as 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 a wrestler. Yeah. Right. Um. But I remember one one instance. It was a big match. It yeah. was a it was a rivalry. Uh, I think I can't remember if it was Caleb or Zach. I can't remember. But um. I'm I'm sitting there in the corner coaching him because the the head coach uh, Dave Mitchell shout out to Dave Mitchell Hall of Fame wrestling coach mm. fantastic dude if I talk about him too much I'm gonna cry yeah all right uh, he was off coaching like one of the seniors or something like that mm-hmm. right and and I'm and I'm coaching my brother it's a big match it's a rivalry you know they've yeah. been going back and forth and he's doing okay. Right. Yeah. And I see, I mean, it was it was part of the ritual. Whenever whenever Dave stepped behind you, it means get up, give him his seat. He's the head coach. Right. Yeah. So I look over, I'm coaching my brother, I see Dave right behind me. I'm like, Here, Dave, take the seat. He grabs me, he sits me down, he goes, No, no, you're doing fine. Uh, coach your brother. And uh, he stood there behind me and let me coach my brother. Josh, and my that's brother ended huge, up dude. ended up winning the match, dude. And I'm sitting there just like Wow Man, dude, like just he was he was he never stopped coaching. Yeah. Like yeah. I had been out of high school a couple years mm-hmm. and he's like, no, you're doing a good job. Like, wow. He, you know, your brother, you know what he needs. Keep coaching. Um, dude. dude, what a stud. What a, what a great I moment. I love Dave Mitchell, dude. Mm. I love him. Love, love him to death. Dude, I, got, right. I got one last. Okay. Fast all right. Coaching. And then, and then we got to go to a break because uh, we got to get two eps today because you've got, got vacation to, next week. Yeah, we got to. <laughs> so right. this was in Grand Ledge, Michigan. I'm coaching peewee football. I'm coaching my son. Okay, and he was really, really good, and I, I didn't want to be the dad who like gave his kid the ball the whole time, so I made him play right, fullback, right, right. and um, he would block his tail off, but I give him like three carries a game, right? And we had this play out of this formation called quads, and in quads, okay. like the fullback and the tight end would go to like wings, and then yeah. we were basically just four wides with two wings and a running back, and we had this play out of out of quads called twenty five crack toss. And um, it was a toss to the running back going to Tristan's side, and Tris would crack the outside backer. Yeah. And we ran that play, dude. We ran it like three times in a row, and he sent the kid that he was blocking like off the field, like injured. And it was clean. It was legal, you know. <laughs> That's so. And awesome, it was a great dude. play, but Tris was just was like, so good. he was he was putting these guys into orbit. And yeah. Uh, yeah. after about the third time we ran it, the referee came to me and he goes. You have to stop uh, running that play. He said, if you run that play one more time, I'm throwing you and your son out of this game. What? <laughs> yeah. And I looked at Tris and we just kind of laughed and we like fist bumped each other and we never ran it again. We didn't need to. Um, but uh, that what that's a, a story. Ref. That's a story that we both tell, man. We That's we a enjoy great story. It. I mean, the other that's... team, the defense could have adjusted. They could have just walked off the outside backer and then yeah, you know, problem just, solved. But yeah, uh, no, you know, they were stupid. They kept lining him up where he was. And Trish well, just had a perfect That kid angle. was probably the ref's son. And that's probably why he probably, said that. <laughs> Stop lighting my son up. You're making me look bad. That was All right, fun. Ted, we have to take a break. We're yep, going to go to a quick clucker suck, finish up this episode and try to get another one in the can. We'll do it. Um, what? What what do we got for ads on this one, man? Real quick. Uh, I don't know. Healthcare. Healthcare? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm going... Jeez. Uh, yeah, uh, Mormons. Okay. There you go. <laughs> All right. We'll be right back. Uh, stay with us. Mom, Dad, I humbly suggest you save some money and shop Amazon for back to school. It's for my growth, meaning my body's growing at an alarming rate. 
and clothes you buy me this year will be very small very soon. Plus, the clothes I love today will be out of style tomorrow. But at least your wallet doesn't have to be my fashion victim if you shop low prices for school at Amazon. Hopefully this is helpful. Amazon. Spend less, smile more. I wanted a career that made an impact. So nursing was a no-brainer. And choosing Bryant and Stratton College was a no-brainer too. I started core nursing classes my first semester with no prereqs required. And their courses fit my schedule. Plus, the students of the ADN program had a 100% NCLEX pass rate in the first quarter of 2022. The nursing programs at Bryant and Stratton College have full approval by the Virginia Board of Nursing. Classes are enrolling now. Visit bryantstratton.edu. Certified by Chef to operate in Virginia. All right, and we're back to Cluck. Uh, dude, I love talking the sports with you, man. Fun. It's a lot of fun. Fun. Yeah. 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 It's good stuff. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. It brings up brings up those feelings that I uh, haven't haven't tapped into for a while. Yeah. Um, all right, Ted. We're gonna get into a quick quick Cluck or suck, and then we're gonna uh, we're gonna get out of here. This one comes from listener Joey White. Joey. Joey White. Does that sound like a gangster? Yeah, it does. Hey, man. hey, my boy yeah. Joey White. Yeah. Careful. All right. He wants to know. Cluck or suck, Tom Cruise. Mm. Interesting. I included this one because I don't know. I don't know either. This is hard for me. I So Tom Cruise was the star of one of my all-time favorite movies, Jerry Maguire. Yeah. And because yeah. of his involvement in Jerry Maguire, I probably have to say that he clucks. Yeah. But because he's like 61 years old and still dying his hair and like hanging off of helicopters and stuff. I think it's dumb. So maybe he sucks. I don't know. Where are you at on the, will you, thing? will you see the next top gun that's coming out? Josh, I have to tell you, I will like, I get, <laughs> I get excited just watching the trailer. Every time I see the trailer, I text somebody in my life, whether it's my dad or like Zach or somebody. And I'm like, dude, top gun, top guns coming out. I'm gonna go see it. I'm doing it. Um, no, I, I get super like jazzed just watching the trailer. I think he clucks. Yeah, we're yeah, yeah we're we're gonna be split on this one. Yeah, it's okay. I don't like I don't like him. He's yeah. because here's the thing. Yeah. I don't like I don't like unrealistic action heroes. Yeah, and he plays himself up to be an action hero all the time. The dude's 160 soaking wet, and he's five foot four. Yeah, that's true. He's not like, beating anybody up in real. He's life. not beating anybody up, right? Mm-hmm. And just I that to me, that to me, and just how he has to be the best of anything. Yeah, he he is in the movies. Whether he's a lawyer or whether he's this pilot or whether he whatever he is, he's got to yeah. be the best. Yeah, dude, um, dude, you're right. You're you're actually talking me uh, into it. I actually think his best movies are the ones where he's not the best. Like Jerry Maguire. Like he was sure. a really flawed, sure. broken person in that movie. Yeah. And he played it to great effect and it was really good. Yeah, yeah. I'm with you. He sucks. Okay. All right. <laughs> I brought you over. Yeah. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, on that note, Tom Cruise sucks. Uh, we thank you guys for listening. Catch us on the socials, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Cluckcast. Uh, don't forget to check out the official Cluckcast soundtrack available on Apple and Spotify. Links in the description of this episode. We thank you all for listening. We'll catch you on the next episode of Cluck. Later.
Hey guys, it's Josh. I just want to take a second to thank the team at Life Audio for their partnership with us on the Cluck Podcast. If you head on over to lifeaudio.com, you'll find dozens of other faith-centered podcasts in their network. They've got shows about prayer, Bible study, parenting, and more. Head on over to lifeaudio.com to check out more podcasts. Thanks for listening. At East Cambridge Savings Bank, the path to financial independence can begin at any age. Start with an iSave account for children 18 and under. Grow into a debit card for teens, perfect for high schoolers. Thrive with East Cambridge Checking, a premium account with none of the fees, perfect for any stage in life. East Cambridge Savings Bank, upgrade to local. Member FDIC, member DIF, equal housing lender, NMLS ID number 441396.